three, two, one, let's go. What's going on, family? Today is Sunday, January the 7th, and this is your brother Adam with the Watchman Adam News Channel, back with another End Times video. Family, let's go. Guys, we love you. We want to say thank you for tuning in with us today. As always, you guys love and support means the world to us. Thank you so much. Guys, go ahead and give this video a thumbs up and make sure you got that notification bell turned on. That way you'll be notified every time we upload an End Times video. Thanks. Now, while we're at End Time News Channel, the ultimate goal of this channel is to point you to the cross, to point you to the finished work of Jesus on the cross, and nothing says it better than John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And family, that son's name is Jesus. He died for our sins, and he's coming back soon. And family, that's facts. Now guys, when I was only 10 years old, I saw this movie right here, Terminator 2 Judgment Day. And family, it freaked me out so much I couldn't sleep for a couple days. But from that moment, over 30 years ago, I knew we were living in the end times. Now, my grandmother, who raised me in the ways of the Lord, man, I miss her so much. I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't because of her prayers. She had saw that it scared me, and she told me about Jesus coming back. She started showing me prophecy. So, family, you see, for over 30 years, I've been watching for the Lord's return. And family, the prophecies we're going to be talking about today, man, this video today in general... It is so important. And family, you need to watch this video all the way to the end because there's a lot of important notes all through the video. Family, the way this prophecy is converging, everything aligning, the numbers matching up, I'm telling you guys, it's some really important information. Family, we're going to be talking about the son of perdition, the Antichrist, the number of the beast. I got some numbers I got to show you. The Daniel 9:27 covenant with many, the rider on the white horse, the one who has the crown. And the future division of Israel and how the Antichrist will use that to allow the Jews to build the third temple. And guys, I'm going to show you who I believe the Antichrist is. So family, without further delay, guys, let's get into chapter number one. The Revelation 17 Kings prophecy being fulfilled. Okay, family, there's a prophecy in Revelation 17, 10, 11 that almost reads like a riddle. Check it out. And there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space. And the beast that was and is not, even he is the eighth, and is of the seven, and goeth into perdition. Now family, what if I told you Revelation 17 is the bloodline of the Antichrist? And Revelation 17 is talking about actual kings. And family, the area where these kings come from, well, it has biblical connections. Okay, it's very close to Israel. And the bloodline we're going to be looking at is this. The royal family of Saud, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And if you look in Jamachari right there, the royal family of Saud actually comes up to 666. Check it out. So family, the prophecy reads this. And there are seven kings. So you got seven kings. Five are fallen. Five are passed away. That's what that means. And one is. One is currently alive. And the others not yet come. Now family, let me identify these six kings. And all these are the sons of the original king of Saudi Arabia. King Saud, 1953-64. King Fasil, 1964-1975. King Khalid, 1975-1982. King Fahd, 1982-2005. 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 King F
King Abdullah from 2005 to 2015, and that is the five kings that have fallen. Now, the sixth and current king who still is, who is still alive, is King Solomon. He took over in 2015. Now, he did something a little bit different. Normally, the crown's been passed down from brother to brother. Well, he changed it, and he's given it to his son, who was also named not only the heir to the throne, but prime minister and the youngest defense minister ever in the world. And his name is Muhammad bin Salman al-Saud, also known as MBS. And family, there's a lot more shocking information coming up in this video. You guys want to stay tuned. But family, he is the one we're going to be talking about today, MBS. But family, in that prophecy from Revelation 17, it's the seventh king that's going to go into perdition. Now, family, let's read Revelation 17, 12, and 13. And then ten horns which thou sawest are ten kings, who have received no kingdom as yet, but received power as kings one hour with the beast. These have one mind, and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Now, family, that could actually be talking about rulers of the world, like prime ministers or kings, because a horn was used to describe a king. Actually, ten kings with no kingdom. And family, I'm going to tell you what I think that is. I think that is bricks. With five more additions to bricks last year, their total went from five to ten. And look who's in the mix, Saudi Arabia. But look who else is in the mix. A lot of countries mentioned in Bible prophecy, such as Iran, Ethiopia, Egypt, Russia. They also have one of the largest economic forces in China. And family, they pretty much control the oil game now. But family, that is the ten horns that are ten kings right there. I truly believe that. And eventually, family, I believe MBS will rule over it. But family, before we get into chapter 2, let's look at Revelation 6-2. And the word of God says this, And I saw and behold a white horse, and he that sat on him had a bow, and a crown was given unto him, and he went forth conquering and to conquer. Now family, the rider already had the bow, but the crown was given to him. What if it's talking about a physical crown? Now, I'm not sure about this part, but I'm just throwing this out here for you. Tell me what you think. Could Revelation 6-2 be when MBS goes from being crown prince to actually king? All right, family, now let's jump to chapter 2. It's MBS and the number of the beast. Revelation 13, 16-18 says this, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. For it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred, three score, and six. Now family, I've told you before, I believe that's a dual prophecy. Not only will we be able to calculate 666 using this name, but it also means that the Antichrist will come in the name of Allah. As you can see in that picture right there, the bottom is the Greek and the top is the original text. And you can see that it's 666 in the name of Allah. And now look at the Saudi Arabian flag. A lot of symbolism in it. So not only will his name equal 666, but he's going to come in the name of Allah. This is where Gematria comes in. Now Gematria is a sign in numbers numerical value. Now I showed you earlier how the royal family of Saad equals 666. Now check this out right here. Prince Muhammad bin Salman also equals 666. 
check it out. You see it down there towards the bottom. And family, we got that calculation using prime numbers. Now let me show you something right here. Now this will blow your mind. So the Saudi Crown Prince has a great relationship. I wouldn't say great, but he has a relationship with Jeff Bezos, the founder of Amazon. And a few years ago, this headline broke right here. Jeff Bezos hacked. Amazon boss phone hacked by Saudi Crown Prince. So you see family, MBS hacked his phone. But you might be saying, Adam, why is that? I mean, what's that have to do with anything? Well, check this out. Mohammed bin Salman, he owns a lot of Amazon. So him and Jeff are tight. They made this headline up and leaked this headline because the elite are throwing it in people's face. That prime numbers is what you use to calculate the number of the beast and the royal family aside. Now, is this a coincidence right here? You tell me. And you've probably seen this going down the road. You see an Amazon box truck. Look at the back of it, what it reads. There's more to Prime, a truckload more. But look at the bottom. It's got the Amazon logo with the smiley face arrow going A to Z. Now, family, I've seen them trucks before. I've seen them going down the road, and I've seen these things quite a few times. Are they trying to tell us something right there? Like throwing it in people's face? Now, family, before we get to Chapter 3, I also want you to know, that the name Muhammad is one of the most common names in the world, and it is spelled multiple ways. Well, there's also three other ways that Muhammad bin Salman's name equals 666 in Gematria. Some of them are reversed and other things, but I also want to throw that out there for you too. Now, family, let's get to chapter number three, and I think y'all going to like this chapter right here. This is going to be interesting. It's called Abraham Accords and Daniel 9.27. Now in Daniel 9.27, the word of the Most High God says, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for one week. In the midst of the week he shall cause the sacrifice and oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate, even until the consumption and the determined shall be poured upon the desolate. Now family, that's the Daniel 9.27 covenant with many, also known as Daniel 70th week, the tribulation. And he, I believe, is the Antichrist. He's going to confirm a covenant, which is an accord or a peace treaty. But when it says he's going to confirm it, it actually means this. It means that he's going to strengthen or make greater, expand on an agreement that's already in place. Now, family, remember, this is the time of Jacob's trouble. Jacob is Israel. This is the 70th out of 70 weeks that the Most High had predetermined to deal with Israel, family, the time of Jacob's trouble. So I think it's a very fair, safe assumption to say that this covenant with many is going to involve Israel. Now, family, check this out. I believe we all remember the Abraham Accords, which was brokered by Donald Trump and Jared Kushner. It's when countries like the UAE and Bahrain, among others, normalized ties with Israel. It was a really big thing. Now, family, an accord is a covenant. So there's a covenant right here that's already in play. Now, family, I want you to listen to what MBS says right here. This is in an interview from Fox News, and I want you to listen to what he says about normalizing ties with Israel. Check it out. When uh, there is support from uh, President Biden administration to get to that point, uh, for us, the Palestinian issue is very important. We need to solve that part, and we have a good negotiation to continue. Till now, we got to see where it will go. We hope that it will reach a place that it will uh, ease the life of the Palestinians and uh, get Israel back, uh, uh, as a player in the Middle, uh, Middle East. There were reports that you had suspended talks. No, no, that's, that's not true. Not true. 
So you think, if you were to characterize it, are you close? Every day we get closer. Now, family, that interview was before the start of the conflict. But if you remember, I was reporting news to you on a regular basis about the possibility of Israel and Saudi Arabia normalizing ties. I mean, even the United Nations published this. Israel on the cusp of historic peace deal with Saudi Arabia. Netanyahu announces at UN. Well, family, since October 7th, them talks have slowed down. But check this out. That's the reason a lot of this is happening in Israel. They did not want Israel and Saudi Arabia normalizing ties. But family, it's going to happen anyway. This is what I think is going to happen. MBS is going to help broker a peace deal for a ceasefire and everything. And he's going to eventually divide Jerusalem, I believe. And family, I believe this will happen when Donald Trump comes in office. He's going to allow the Jews to rebuild the third Jewish temple. We'll get to that later, family. But I believe that Donald Trump's going to expand on the Abraham Accords. And MBS is going to be a part of it. And that's going to be the Daniel 9:27 covenant with many. MBS and Trump and even his family, they have deep connections. Guys, check this out. Intercept claims Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman boasted that Jared Kushner was, quote, in his pocket. This comes just weeks after President Trump's son-in-law and top advisor had his security clearance downgraded. Prince has a very special and close relationship with Jared Kushner. We also reported that uh, they've texted on the messaging app WhatsApp. Um, what we reported was that after an unannounced trip to Riyadh in October, um, the Saudi crown prince started this large crackdown, um, and that's been reported. Uh, but um, what we have been hearing from our sources uh, on the Saudi side is that the crown prince has been telling close confidants that uh, Jared Kushner, in that unannounced trip, uh, not only supported the idea of a crackdown, he discussed specific names with the crown prince of people who were disloyal to him, who were agitating against his succession. Mr. Kushner was briefed on that information last year as part of the presidential daily brief uh, before his security clearance was down. Graded, um, and the crown prince has been telling his close confidants that he, he did pass on the information. Well, Saudi Arabia is a longtime U.S. ally. It is a partner of our military and intelligence community. New crown prince uh, who's, who's been aggressive in Yemen, um, who, who's demonstrated a willingness to, uh, to imprison his own family members. Uh, it's a shift towards being personally close with him, not just the country of Saudi Arabia. Mm. I mean, he's doing this on his own. And a big part of the concern on the part of not just the State Department, but the U.S. intelligence community, is that they don't know what he's discussing with these foreign leaders. They don't know what he's discussing with MBS. They don't know what he's discussing with MBZ. Now, family, I want to add that MBS has expressed disgust with the current administration. But if Trump wins in 2024, look for them to expand on the Abraham Accords. Okay, family, now to chapter four, end time cities and investments. Now, this one's interesting. This may blow your mind right here. So, family, in this chapter, we're going to look at some of the crazy stuff MBS is building, and we're going to talk about the Saudi investment group who is slowly taking over the world, some of their assets, and you'll see how they control this world and how some of the stuff they're building, well, it mocks the Bible, I think. Check this out. So, the first thing we're going to talk about is the line. Check this out. Saudi Arabia's one trillion skyscraper that stretches 75 miles is now under construction. Now, family, this is part of the Neum package, but check out this thing in this picture they're going to build right here. It has, like, glass on both sides so you can see the mirror, and it is a line. It's, like, literally a line through the middle of the desert. It's going to be self-sufficient, self-sustaining, all that stuff. They say it's going to have apartments, malls, and even a stadium for sporting events. Definitely some futuristic Babylonian stuff right here, but let's look at the next thing they're building. This one right here, too, is wild. Saudi Arabia mega project, the Cube, will become one of the largest structures in the world. Well, family, the last one was a line, and this one right here is a Cube. I'm not even joking. 
Let me read this to you. In Saudi Arabia, plans are already underway to build a massive city within a city. The country's government is building a cube-shaped skyscraper called the Cube. The Cube will be 400 meters high, making it officially a super-tall skyscraper and 400 meters long on each side. So you can see that things going to be huge. It's going to be a huge cube. That's what it is. And this is the picture I can find online what kind of projected what it's going to look like. That thing is just crazy right there. And that's Project Neon. Now, family, look at this one. Saudi Arabia's $8 billion turtle-shaped floating city. Yes, family, turtle-shaped floating city. Look at that right there. Once completed, it'll be the largest man-made island in the world. And family, I believe this is mocking the flood right here, in my opinion. And all this is being built by MBS, the Saudi investment firm, and stuff like this. But this one right here takes the cake for me. That's the Tower of Jeddah. And family, that is the MBS version of the modern-day Tower of Babel. He is mocking the Most High God. And construction began on that years ago. They had to stop it for a while, and they just have picked it back up. And family, I want you to know most of the stuff you saw in this video is part of Project 2030 for Saudi Arabia to reimagine Saudi Arabia. And a lot of this stuff they want to have completed between 2026 and 2030, maybe a little bit past 2030. Now, briefly, let's talk about one of the most powerful groups in the world. They're funding a lot of these projects. It's the Saudi Investment Group. And you need to pay attention to this because this does affect us here in the States because they own so much stuff in the United States. Check this out. So, MBS and his Saudi investment firm has a sovereign wealth fund called the Public Investment Fund, which has more than $35 billion in American companies. Family, they own $35 billion worth of American companies, like Amazon, who we was talking about earlier, Walmart, the rideshare and food delivery company Uber, as well as major ticketing platforms like Live Nation Entertainment. And it goes on. Check this out. So Saudi Arabia's public investment fund, which is chaired by Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman, has bought $7 billion of U.S. company shares. Family, that's absolutely insane right there. And family, they also own entertainment sectors where we get our news from. They have a lot of money invested in them. Family, that speaks volumes right there. They also have the oil game on lockdown, like I said. Guys, this is just crazy. They're also in the pharmaceuticals like Pfizer and stuff like that. They have a lot of money put into American products and products around the world. So you see, family, this is one of the most powerful groups in the world. But check this out. They're also invested in airports around the world. And the latest airport that they become majority shareholder of was the one in London. They now own 60% of it in a $12 billion deal. And family, they also have percentages of other airports all around the world. And family, MBS and the Saudi investment firm, they're also doing sports washing. For a Muslim country to be bringing in all the sporting events, family, they bought World Wrestling Entertainment there for an event called Crown Jewel. Yes, Crown Jewel. They're going to host the Soccer World Cup, I believe, in 2034. They're also building venues so football can come be played over there. Guys, for a Muslim country to be doing this, that's different. As you can see, family, he's trying to appeal to the entire world, bring the world together under sports. That's what I see. Now to chapter 5, and it's called Abrahamic Faith Control. Now, family, in Islam, the two most holiest sites are located in Saudi Arabia, Mecca and Medea. So in a way, MBS, he already has control of the two most holiest sites in Islam. Now, the holiest spot in Judaism is the Temple Mount, the spot where the Jewish temples sit. But it also has Al-Aska Mosque sitting on the compound. 
which in Islam is their third most holiest spot. Well, family, as part of the coming peace deal, MBS will have control of the Temple Mount. Right now, custodianship of the Temple Mount is under Jordanian control, but part of the normalization package with Israel will be MBS will have control of the Temple Mount. And family, as part of that deal, he's going to allow the Jews to rebuild the third temple. He may even fund it. Look at this headline from a couple months ago. Temple Mount Al-Asqa is waiting for Saudi Arabia's Mohammed bin Salman. Now family, if he gets control of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem, he will have control of Islam's three most holiest spots and Judaism's most holiest spot. So you see family, that man right there, Mohammed bin Salman, MBS, could one day control the three most holiest spots in Islam and the holiest spot in Judaism. That's too much power right there. Now to the final chapter. More Muhammad bin Salman information. A lot of people have described you as a visionary leader. I talked to a number of your citizens, and that's how they describe you. And you didn't even plant them. That's really how they talk about you. Um, and world leaders are saying the same thing. You've had this transformational change. Every people on the outside looking at this, what would you tell them? You know, if they want to come visit, they may be skittish about coming to Saudi Arabia because of what has been written in the past, what, what they see. What, what would you tell them? I will tell them the greatest success story in the 21 century is Saudi Arabia. Now, family, we're about to look at this real quick. This is from Adafi, unveiling the Antichrist, Saudi Prince Mohammed bin Salman interview. And this brother in Christ went to do a review of the Ben Salomon Fox interview, which you can find online, and look at these notes he made. And I checked all these. I believe they're correct. Now, all of these are about MBS. The Saudi prince emphasizes the importance of solving the Palestinian issue and hopes for negotiations that will benefit both Palestinians and Israel. The Saudi crown prince believes that the peace deal he's involved in with Israel will be the biggest in the world since the Cold War. Now, family, listen to this next one right here. This is what a journalist said about MBS. I would love him if I didn't know the Bible. I would say, wow, this leader speaks better than Biden, even better than Trump. And family, for them remarks right there, well, that journalist didn't make it. MBS put a hit on him. And MBS went on record as saying that he did it. He took responsibility for it. Now, he later apologized, but he still took responsibility for it, saying they have a way of dealing with pesty journalists. And it goes on to note, Saudi Arabia's financial influence can be seen as a form of legal bribery, allowing them to have more influence than any other country in the world, potentially making them Mystery Babylon. That last part I don't know about, but it is possible. And this is what MBS had to say. Today we are the 17th ranked GDP in the world, but in G20 we are almost ranked 15 from 20 when he was talking about how fast they're moving up financially. They're projected to be a top five here within 10 years, family. And family, not to mention, Saudi Arabia pretty much has the oil game on lockdown. If they wanted to with the snap of a finger, man, they can make gas prices go up really high. And family, something else interesting about MBS. His mother is Jewish. So his roots are half Islam and half Jewish. Now, I think that's very interesting right there myself. And family, in 2017, MBS, he bought a painting for $450 million. The painting was Salvador Mundi, and guys, it had been hidden from public view and its location status unknown ever since it's been bought from auction in New York City by MBS. But it's a picture of Jesus. And family, something else, the way that he is bringing Western influence into Saudi Arabia and the futuristic cities he's wanting to build, they're modern-day Edom. 
and family as a Muslim country, he's bringing in stuff like World Wrestling Entertainment and they're doing rituals in Saudi Arabia. He's really bringing the Babylonian spirit into Saudi Arabia, guys. He's wanting to make it a tourist hotspot, family. That's what he's trying to do. And eventually, guys, this man, Mohammed bin Salman, he is going to make peace with Israel. And when he does, it will be the biggest day in the world ever, family. I believe that will kickstart Daniel's 70th week. I mean, if you look at Muhammad bin Salman and really look at him, family, he even looks like a snake. He wasn't even supposed to be king ever. It was supposed to go to a brother, not a son. It's like he survived a fatal head wound, family. And family, who can forget last year when Saudi Arabia hosted a UN event? Family, the United Nations, Saudi Arabia is a part of it. That could be also the platform he uses to get a lot of nations on his side. Now, family, I know a lot of people may not agree with me on this. And hey, it's not a salvation issue, guys. But after years of watching end time events, if I had to make a decision based on information and what I've seen, my interpretation of scripture, Muhammad bin Salman al-Saud is the Antichrist. Family, just remember this one thing. We can agree to disagree. Like I said, this isn't a salvation issue, but as a watchman, I've been studying this information and I have to pass it on to you guys because I love you. Family, if nothing else, I gave you something to think about. Well, family, let me say thank you for watching. This was a longer video than normal, guys. I worked really hard on this video. And family, once again, I got to say thank you for watching. I'll be doing an end-time news update tomorrow, so keep your eyes out for that. But your love and support, as always, it means the world to us. Thank you so much. If you can, give this video a thumbs up. And family, please, if you can, share this video. Help me get this information out, please. And if any of you guys have any prayer requests, just drop them in the comment section below, guys. We'd be honored to pray over your prayer requests. Family, there's truly power in prayer. No prayer request is too small. No prayer request is too big, family. Well, family, till next time, Brother Watchman Adam signing out in 3, 2, 1. I love you guys and keep on looking up. Later, guys. Bye. <whistles>